Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. We are a Christian internet church established in the love of God. We are Protestant, non-denominational, and full of the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're so happy that you were able to join us, and we're going to have some time in the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I hope that each of you enjoyed uh, your Christmas celebration and that uh, you spent a little bit of time, some time, I pray, with the Lord seeking his help in areas that you might not have thought you needed help or didn't know that you needed help. Amen? He told us, quite frankly, that he wanted to supply us with the assistance that we need but we needed to ask. So if you missed that, you need to recast Sunday's broadcast. We were live on the air. And you need to do what the Lord said to do Sunday. Amen. I have found that I have received assistance in areas that I didn't realize I actually needed assistance. And the Lord is helping those who will obey his word. Amen. Amen. Um. I want us to uh, to pray for Brother Marshall tonight. Uh, he may be with us a little later. I don't know. He had a family event he needed to take care of. Amen. Not a bad one. Okay, this is not a bad thing. This is just a family event that he needed to be in attendance. And he called me and told me, and uh, I gladly uh, blessed him in the name of the Lord. Amen. And so we want to pray for him and his family that they will have a beautiful uh, celebration together and that the love of God will be present and that the conviction of the Holy Spirit will convict all who ought to be convicted in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, I know many of you uh, received something that you wanted, something. And some of you might think that you didn't get anything that you wanted. But I'm here to tell you that as long as you have Jesus, you have everything. As long as you have Jesus, you have everything. So if nobody sent you anything in the mail and nobody gave you anything in particular, Don't uh, feel that nobody loves you and nobody cares. That's simply not the truth. The truth is once you have Jesus Christ, the things of this world are far less significant than they were before. Amen? The things of this world are far less significant than they were before. And so I pray that we all had a restful day a blessed day, and that we continue on in the things that the Lord has for each of us. There's a lot ahead of us, saints. 
we may not be able to perceive that now, but the Lord really has quite a bit ahead of us, quite a bit. And you'll see that uh, tonight's sermon urges us to, uh, to, to do what we need to do about that. There are some times that are coming in the near future that um, may be considered more difficult than what we've already experienced. And so the Lord is telling us to get ready. You know, it's like you know your your ship is going out to sea and it's going into a battle. Well, you need to be battle ready. Amen? You need to be battle ready. So we just want to thank the Lord and give him praise for all that he's done and all that he's doing. And we want to thank him for the grace that he has extended to us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So let's go before the Lord our God in prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, how very rich we are in blessings from your throne. How very rich we are in blessings from your throne. We have received the gift that most of the world is yet to partake of. We've received salvation through your son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice of his life on Calvary when he took on all the sins of the world. We've become blessed. We've received an inheritance. We've become adopted. We are the family of God now. We're the body of Christ. We're your sons and daughters in particular. We have what the rest of the world, for the most part, does not have. We have the hope of eternal life. And we pray, Father, that as we continue through the remainder of this year and going into next year, Lord willing, that more people will turn their eyes toward Jesus Christ and the reason that he came, that more people will begin to hear the gospel and to hear the truth and want, desire in their hearts to receive him. We thank you, Father, for those that have heard, even though maybe they did not respond as we would have hoped, We thank you that they have at least heard the gospel and they've had that opportunity to receive your son, Jesus Christ. We lift up to you those that are in the Jewish community, even those that are Kabbalists, that spend their time cursing people that you don't desire to have cursed. We ask you, Father, to release your grace as you see fit upon their lives. We thank you, Father, for the changes that are coming in our world. We thank you that there's nothing that the enemy can do to stop you. And there's nothing that the enemy can do to stop your church. We are committed to you, Lord. We are surrendered to you. And we are submitted to you. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. Here on the earth of the great harvest of souls that is to come in, 
We thank you for the part that you assigned to us, Father. And we thank you for strengthening us and encouraging us to be the Christians that you sent us into the world to be. We thank you, Lord, for all who are still witnessing to their family members and encouraging them to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, to fully submit themselves. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We want to thank you for the prayers that you have given us to pray over our family members, our friends, and our loved ones. We want to thank you for the faith and the trust that you've built into our lives over the years, Lord, so that we would be able to stand the onslaught of the enemy. We want to thank you for your blood washing our sins away. We want to thank you for every grace and every blessing that we've been bestowed. We want to thank you for Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you for the gift of tongues. We want to thank you, Lord, for every part of human life and existence that allows us to walk with you while we're yet here. We look forward to coming home. Yes, we do. We look forward to coming home. But until that time, we continue to walk in agreement with the Godhead. We continue to walk and with you and to serve you and to bless your people. So, Father, hear our lives. We give them to you, offer them to you in worship, in adoration, and in sacrifice. We thank you for the growth that we have experienced this year. We're not the same people that we were January 1 of this year. We are not at all. We've grown. We've overcome some sin in our lives. We've overcome some obstacles in our lives. And we want to thank you for the opportunities for growth. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Help us to trust you more, Lord. Help us to realize what it means in the Bible when it says that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We give you praise, Father. And from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we break the power of every demonic spirit that is presently attacking any member of Miracle Outreach Ministries. We bind that devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind that devil. We bind those demons. In the name of Jesus Christ, we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness, and we send them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We send them to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ to be judged before their time, to be tormented before their time. We thank you for that, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you for the blood of Jesus washing our sins away. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your praising angels, your ministering spirits, and you being in our very presence. Because the Bible declares that where two or three 
of us are gathered together in your midst, there you are. Thank you. Thank you for coming to church, Lord. We bless you. We love you. Amen. And the church said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I pray. Lord, we just lift up Tammy and Favi to you. Tammy lost her mother and Favi lost her dad. Lord, that's a hard one to take, especially during what we consider to be a holiday season. We ask you, Father, to be with both of them. Cheer them up, Lord, to realize that you're there for them. The Bible says, when my mother and father forsake me, the Lord himself will take me up. I know that that's the truth, Lord, because you've done that for me. So I ask you to encourage them, to strengthen them. Amen. To strengthen them from within. Give them a praise to offset and to overcome the sorrow and the grief and the anxiety that they are experiencing, Father. Wrap your arms around your daughters and comfort them. We release the comfort of God upon them now in Jesus' name. And if there is anyone else that is experiencing this in Miracle Outreach Ministries, and we are not aware, Father, at this time, we cover them as well. We know that you love them. We know that you love us. And we know that that will never change. We bless you. We thank you, Father, for the faithfulness and love of the saints, uh, for their Christmas greetings that they extended to us. It so blessed our hearts that we are so grateful. I speak on behalf of the entire leadership team, and we want to say thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, saints, you need to write this down. I want you to remember, go back to when you were still a sinner. Yeah, think about that. Remember how you used to think, uh, what you used to do, how you used to behave? Remember those things? Well, guess what? There is somebody in this world that is still, Believing those things and behaving those ways and doesn't have a clue about Jesus Christ. So, for the remainder of this year, your homework assignment is to pray for those persons that are on the planet, wherever they may be, whatever country they are in, that were just like you used to be. And ask the Lord to do for them what he's done for you. Amen? You think you can do that? I think you can. Pray for the people in the world that are still the way you used to be. And ask the Lord to save their soul. Amen? Amen. Thank you. I knew I could count on you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. And on Sundays we meet at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be wherever you are around the globe. If our meeting time live is inconvenient for you, at any point you may come to our website at www.miracleinternetchurch.com and go to our archived sermons right across the banner. It says archived sermons. And click that link and scroll down to the sermon you're looking for and recast it. If you're listening to us live, you will have to listen through a telephone at area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 319-527-6235 and press 1 because the broadcast is presently being recorded. So you will need to listen during the tel- using a phone and you may join us in our chat room. Chat room? Yes, we have a chat room. Our chat room is located on our website. And our website again is www.miracleinternetchurch.com, www.miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Amen? Amen. Amen. And when that comes up, then uh, click guest. When the page changes, sign in using your name. There is no one whose mother named them guest. Amen? Sign in using your name. And then you can uh, come in and say hello to the saints, and the saints will greet you in the name of the Lord. Amen? Praise the Lord. We love you all. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 Well, saints, we're going to continue with our prayer as we continue trusting in the Lord with all of our hearts and leaning not to our own understanding and all our ways acknowledging him. And he will direct our paths. Amen? Amen. Because he does a better job at that than we do, in case you hadn't noticed. He does a much better job at that than we do. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, before we get into our warfare prayers, we want to thank you um, for your work in the memories of the saints. I placed a prayer request the other day in and asked you to begin to work 
in restoring and healing our memories. You know, COVID, uh, something was released on the people that interfered with their memories. And so from my position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, I take authority, dominion, and power over that in Jesus' name. I bind it and I command it to come up and out of God's people right this moment in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and call from your gut, saying, every spirit, everything that was released upon the people during COVID that is now affecting their memories, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, come up and out of God's people. All those attacks against our memories, especially our short-term memory, we take authority, dominion, and power over it in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus over the synapses in our brains in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for healing our brains. We take authority, dominion, and power over every sound and audio weapon that's being used against us, Father, even if it's at such a decibel that we can't hear it. We bind it up in the name of Jesus, and we return it from whence it came. We thank you, Father that there is no power greater than your name, than the name of Jesus. And we place the name of Jesus and the shield of faith and the fire of God between us and all armaments of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all of his armaments, and we boomerang them back against the enemy in Jesus' name. All the ringing in the ears, we take authority, dominion, and power over it. We curse it at its root in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to come full in the name of Jesus. As I told the sister last, um, a couple of weeks ago, Lord, we have to fight for our minds. The enemy is attempting to attack our minds, Lord. So we soak our minds in the blood of Jesus Christ. We soak our minds and submerge our minds under the blood of Jesus Christ. We unscramble all the signals in our mind. We ask you, Father. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You will perfect those things that concern us. Fire of God on our brains. Fire of God on our brains right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The fire of God on our brains right now. 
Runda da brucha de di Dios la religiosa tara brucha de di ala la riasta. Runge di brucha tara brucha de di di andere brosa da di di kiashai. Rela le Dios andere brucha tara brucha sia. Thank you Lord. The fire of God on our brains in Jesus name. We thank you for healing. We wrap every cell, every atom of our brain and our mind in the blood strikes of Jesus Christ. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We close and seal all portals that were open to our dream life. We seal our dream life off from any spirit that is not of Jesus Christ. Any poisons that we were fed, anything that was done to us or said to us, that was not of God in our dream life, we command it to come up and out now in the name of Jesus. We forbid the continual attacks on our minds. And on our vision, in Jesus' name, we send it back wherever it came from, Father, according to the covenant, in Jesus' name. We send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for it, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for turning on the electric lights in our minds putting all that should not be there in a folder, sealing the folder, and turning on the electric lights in our minds, Father. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their evil powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, all brainwashing. We bind Leviathan, Kundalini, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, all sorcery devils, and their attacks in Jesus' name. All seducing, womanizing, drones, 
uh, whoredom spirits and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind our electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, pornography, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations which are demons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send you right back where you came from in the name of Jesus. We bind all the voices of the stranger and their attack. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals. We bind all pulse weapons in their attack, microwave attack, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. And we bind 5G and all of its unhealthy side effects in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the attacks on the weather. Lord, I was just remarking to someone today that as long as President Trump was in office, there were no major snowstorms in the Northeast. I remember I used to keep up with that kind of thing. And as long as he was in office, they didn't have these major snowstorms that wiped out everyone's electricity and men, and caused many people to die. They didn't have all these um, uh, weather situations that were manipulated by man. You know, just as COVID was man-made, so are many of these storms, Lord, and hurricanes and cyclones, and others, they're manipulating the weather, Father. And so, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, for your adjudications on all who are guilty of such, of manipulating the weather, trying to be in control, killing people because of their own motives, their own evil, their own wickedness, in Jesus' name. We thank you that your judgment is sure and swift, and we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it. And we thank you, Father. We bind hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks. We bind everything coming off the satellite, everything through the cell towers, everything through our devices. I put an article uh, in the uh, chat room earlier today about that kind of thing. And everything that's being seeded into the atmosphere, we blow it back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for you causing a wind to blow it right back to where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever it was originated, Father, whoever is responsible, we thank you for blowing it right back where it came from in Jesus' name. We 
We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, every island, every group of islands, all indigenous groups, tribal groups, occultic groups, Chinese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Korean, Japanese, Iranian, Pakistan, Bolivia, Spain, Indonesia, 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 Chinese, Russian, Netherlands, Australia, New Zealand, UK, Canada, Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, cities under the sea, the Bermuda Triangle. Father, there are those in the background that are attempting to cause Puerto Rico to become the 51st state of the United States of America. And the people of the United States have not agreed to any such thing. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that the righteous judge adjudicate on that matter in Jesus' name. We welcome his adjudications in Jesus' name and the execution thereof. We send back all voodoo, all hoodoo, all jujus. From wherever they came from, we return them in the name of Jesus Christ. All black magic, white magic, Latin American, from all cults, all false religious groups, all covens, we send their witchcraft back in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject them in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we also request an adjudication from the righteous judge on the sexual revolution that occurred many decades ago and the fruit thereof in Jesus' name. Amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose those attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance. Every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in the name of Jesus Christ. Binding all wizards binding their black magic and their juju, binding it to them in the name of Jesus Christ. All Nigerian tribe witchcraft, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We're binding all witchcraft sent by relatives of members of Miracle Outreach Ministries in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Isha, Rekita, bro. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirits in, uh, in the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Jezebel and Ahab spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bowel PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you and the king of pride and all of his agents in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and te- unfaithfulness and temptation to sin. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind any urine deposits on our property by spirits, entities, or animals that have trespassed in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all trespassing and all trespassing even spiritual, is illegal. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back against the trespassers in the name of Jesus. We send it right back to where it came from. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Atlas, Mammon, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus Christ. And we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons. We bind the spirits around all demonic temples in Jesus' name. We bind fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls. Hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters. Codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, or prayer, and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, the pride, and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft and their mind control back on their own heads. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy 
and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. Hey, hallelujah. All ungodly thoughts, thoughts we just don't want, we circumcise these thoughts from us, and we command them to be bound and leave us now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being attacked and persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our transportation, whatever it may be, with the blood of Jesus Christ and whatever uh, pathway we must take to our destinations and back. We thank you, Father, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us, and you have removed objects and persons and entities out of our way so that we have a clear uh, path to take, Father, in Jesus' name, even if that is underwater in a submarine. We take authority, dominion, and power over all water spirits that would attempt to take us under the sea in our dreams. In the name of Jesus Christ, we curse those spirits from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We cover ourselves and our properly with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams. Any dream that Jesus didn't send, we curse it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And everything that took place in it, we send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus. We forbid you to ever come and attack us again in the name of Jesus Christ. And we continually repeat that attack, going back to you yet again in the name of Jesus. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, and anything that was sent to us from the enemy camp. We return it immediately in Jesus' name. We cut and destroy ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, Agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, 
and all of the form of agreement from the demonic realm. The Holy Spirit is saying right now uh, that uh, if you have received um, something from someone, maybe it was just a casual acquaintance during the holiday season, uh, it has to be vetted by the Holy Spirit. It must be vetted. Why do I say this? Well, let me give you this short story. There was a sister that uh, used to come to Dr. Pat's church, and there was this lady on her job that would give her um, like those little cream sachets, those little creams that they give. Well, she didn't know that the lady was a witch. The lady was working powers through those creams, those little hand creams. And as she would use them, she would get this funny feeling. So we eventually figured out that the woman was a witch, and she threw away all those things and got better immediately. So for some reason, the Holy Spirit has just brought that to my remembrance so that I could tell you and remind you of that issue again, that whatever you receive from anyone, you have to vet that. What does vet mean? Well, if you scroll up in our, uh, in our announcements that are placed there before every broadcast in the chat room, in the MIC radio chat, I explained to you clearly what vetting is. It has to reach the examination of the Holy Spirit. Amen? It has to reach the Holy Spirit's examination. Amen? Amen? It has to pass his examination. And if you don't present it to be examined, then what have you done? Amen? Amen. Remember, I taught you a long time ago that there was this jewelry company called Sarah's Coventry. What that really meant is Sarah's Coven's jewelry. All right? So let's not pretend that we don't know these things. Once God teaches us things and opens our eyes to them, Let's remember what we've been taught. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Where was our Lord? We break down and destroy walls of protection around globalist shamanists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, Voodoo, magic, sorcery, spells, charms, torments, incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, root works, tribal rituals and sin, hoodoo, incantations, mind control, magic, jinxes, psychic power and warfare, chanting, ungodly blessings, and anything else sent by the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid him to continue to send anything against us in the name of Jesus Christ. Brother Bill, could you uh, post that part about the vetting? Thank you. Somebody may not have known about it. We take authority, dominion, and power of all spirit guides, and we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we muzzle their mouths with the blood of Jesus. We mute, muzzle, and gag their mouths with the blood of Jesus Christ. 
We bind spirits of spiritual blindness, and we bind spirits that block uh, spiritual reception in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father. And we release the love of God that's been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit on the saints of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the church said amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, tonight, our featured psalm Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 105, Psalm 105, and our verse for meditation comes from the uh, book of James, James chapter 5, verses 5 through 6, James chapter 5, verses 5, amen. Our featured e-book is The Christian Matrix. Christians and the occult, it's everywhere, saints. It's just everywhere. But you got to know the truth because the truth will make you free. Our guest call-in number remains area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh. Well, that's interesting. That's better. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's better. Tonight we're going to talk about keep the unity. Keep the unity. Philippians chapter 3, verse 16. Philippians chapter 3, verse 16. Philippians chapter 3, verse 16. Nevertheless, whereto we have, we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, none of us are perfect. I know you thought you were, but none of us are perfect. Amen? None of us. Nor have any of us, regardless of our maturity in Christ, have learned all that we should. Seeing is there is experiential learning also. Nonetheless, we should be focused on this that we are working toward that day when we each will be all that Jesus saved us for and desires for each of us to be. We should be focused on this, that we are working that day when we each will be all that the Lord Jesus saved us for, and desires for each of us to be. Amen? I pray that each of us is steadily moving forward 
to obtain the prize for which Jesus Christ died for us to receive of the Father. You see, there's a prize to be received. Everybody won't get it, but there's one to be received. The Father would like for us to have it. We should agree with him. Amen? We must learn to fully obey the truth that we do have. Now, saints, I know there are a lot of people in the what is considered the Christian community that run from this place to that place to this place to hear this new thing, that new thing, and the other new thing. But we need to learn to obey and utilize to its fullest extent the truth that we do have. That's one of our major problems. The truth that we already have, we're not fully executing it. Amen. It's just the truth. We must learn to fully obey the truth that we do have. Amen? Yes, as you know, there are many who claim to live the Christian life, but they are actually the enemies of the cross of Jesus Christ. There are a lot of people who think or who will say that they are Christians and that they live the Christian life. But from a little bit of inspection, you'll be able to tell that that's simply not the truth. They're actually just hypocrites. They're actually just poor hypocrites. They're saying one thing with their lips, but their lives, their minds, their hearts, their belief systems, their choices say there's something else. Amen, it's real. They are actually the enemies of the cross of Jesus Christ. So their future is eternal loss. They are driven by their selfish desires. That's what keeps them going, their own selfish desires. They are proud of what they should be ashamed of. They are proud of what they should be ashamed of. They flaunt their sin right in your face. All they think about is their life here on earth. That's as far as their thoughts have ever gone. And they're not interested in them going any further. But saints, always remember this. Our home is in heaven where our Savior Jesus Christ is. Our home is in heaven. Our home is in heaven. You see, Earth to them is all that there's ever going to be. They're not so sure about that heaven place, and they're scared of that hell place. 
But some of them really don't care about that either. But heaven is our home. We are anticipating the Lord Jesus Christ's return. We are anticipating his return. In the book of Acts, chapter 1, the book of Acts, chapter 1, I'll give you a minute to turn there. We're going to start with verse 2. Acts, chapter 1, beginning with verse 2. Acts chapter 1, beginning with verse 2. Until the day in which he, speaking of Jesus, was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Until the day in which he was taken up, which he left earth and went back home. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion or after his crucifixion by many infallible proofs being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know, Paul. Now, there are some questions a couple of you have written to me concerning. And the answer is just this. It is not for you to know. And if you're wondering if that's you, the Holy Spirit will answer you if you ask. Amen? It's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. In other words, the Father has business that's really none of ours, the Lord. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Let me back up a second, because the Holy Spirit's prompting me here. The Father... It's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. In family, in family life, there are things that the parents should know that sometimes is really none of the business of the children. 
things really aren't their business. And not until recent years, when parents suddenly started wanting to be their children's best friend instead of being their children's parent, there were things that if you asked about them, you got quickly informed that it wasn't any of your business and you shouldn't be asking about them. Unfortunately, in some circles, the day of parents having privacy and the day of children respecting that is gone. So we have a society now where no one is is respecting anyone's privacy. Everyone feels that everybody's business is their business, and it's simply not so. Saying that again. We are now in a society where everyone thinks that everybody else's business is their business, and that is simply not the truth. So we have people now who are overly intrusive into other people's personal and private affairs. They are beyond the point of nosy. They meddle to excess. Now I will say this to you. Nosy and meddling is not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Nosy and meddling is not a part of the nature and character of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if that has been you, there's a good opportunity here to repent and to change your wicked ways. Amen? Amen. Enough said. Praise the Lord. Verse 8, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and the cloud received him out of their sight. He went up on a cloud. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, Two men stood by them in white apparel, which was interesting in itself. You got two men standing up there in white clothes, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Verse 11 again. Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus. Not another one. This same Jesus, which was which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner 
as ye have seen him go into heaven. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 3. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, Jesus says, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So we just read the scripture that tells us that Jesus went, because it says here in John, and if I go, well, the scripture we just read says he went. So he's gone to prepare a place for us. He says he's coming again to receive us unto himself, that where he is now, we may be also. Amen? Very good, church. When the Lord Jesus returns, he will change our bodies and transform them into a body like unto his body. He will do this through his mighty power, the same power that he uses to conquer and to subdue everything. The very same power that he uses to conquer and to subdue everything. Jesus' prayer was that we as his believers should be united as one. In the Gospel of John, chapter 17, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, beginning at verse 21, and they, that they all may be one, Speaking of us, as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. So you have Jesus speaking to the Father in prayer, and it is recorded here for our benefit. That they, speaking of all of us, may be one, as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one in us that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and thou in me. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect and one. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Let's go to verse 11, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 11. Gospel of John, chapter 17. Verse 11, Jesus speaking, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Same prayer. Holy Father, 
keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. So God is expecting unity in the body of Christ. And he is expecting unity in miracle outreach ministry. We should be one body working as one to accomplish the will of the Lord. We should be one body working as one to accomplish the will of the Lord. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 17. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 17. Speaking of Jesus, and he is before all things. He is before all things. And by him, by Jesus, all things consist. That's right. And he, speaking of Jesus, is the head of the body, the church. All of the believers, he's the head of that body. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. He might have first place, you see. So, saints, what does that mean to us? Well, we're going to go a little further. We're going to investigate Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 15. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 15. It's Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, then the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him, into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. Now, saints, we've talked about this before, how the body of Christ, the members of the body of Christ all over the world are fit together in a body. And every part supplies what the other parts need, amen, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, make it increase of the body unto the edifying, the building up of itself in love. Just as we have a natural physical body, all the members, of the body of Christ, all the members 
that belong to Jesus Christ all over the world are a part of that body, and Jesus Christ is the head of that body. And every part of that body is placed in its proper place and order and function by the Holy Spirit. And it is expected to operate at maximum capacity. Amen? Very good. Very good, church. You're doing just fine. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 19. You said, well, how can that be? The Holy Spirit can do a lot of things that you have never imagined. That's how that can be. The Holy Spirit can do a lot of things that you have never imagined. Because our God is truly amazing. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 19. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. See, you have a citizenship in the kingdom of God with the other saints but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Now, you're going to need just a little bit of imagination here because you've got to understand how a building goes up. When a building goes up, the cornerstone sets the building. Amen? Now, if you've never been around any kind of construction, this might be a little difficult to imagine. But the cornerstone of the building sets the building. If the cornerstone isn't set right, the whole building is off. That's how important that is. Amen? But this building is different from brick-and-mortar buildings. Why? Because it's the household of God. It's built upon the work of the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ under his direction and guidance, and overseen, and the oversight of the Holy Spirit. And we are a part of that building. We fit together with all the other Christians around the world that are true Christians. We fit. Just like puzzle pieces fit, we fit. And we come together as a holy temple in the Lord. Amen. So, as a result of this truth, there should be no division because of race or because of birth gender. Now, you see, in the world, there are people who believe that there should be divisions because of skin color and race. 
But you see, when God came down to separate mankind at the Tower of Babel, he confused their language. He didn't discriminate on their birth gender, whether they were male or female. He didn't discriminate based on their skin color. He didn't discriminate based on their ethnicity. He separated them by language. However, you see in the world human beings doing things quite differently. You see human beings discriminating, bigoted and prejudiced, discriminating, bigoted and prejudiced. That's right. You've run into it because of race, because of ethnicity, because of gender, because of pride, rebellion, and sin. Amen? So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 13. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. That's the Holy Spirit. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, if you were a Jew and you received Jesus Christ as Savior, or if you were a non-Jew, meaning a Gentile, and you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, whether we be bond, that's in slavery, or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit, the Holy Spirit. God brought us together by his Holy Spirit. It wasn't a natural coincidence. No, the Holy Spirit brings us together. That's how we can have people in all different countries in the world, and we come together and we pray together, And our prayers go up before the throne of God together. That's how miracle works. Amen? Remember that Sunday that I didn't give a message. This Sunday, if you lived in a certain part of the world, you prayed for these nations. And if you lived in another part, you you were assigned to pray for some other nations. And if you were in another part of the world... You were assigned to pray for some other nations. But we were all praying together at one time. And we had our instructions to what to pray. And all of our prayers at one time came together and ascended before the throne of God and were received there. Amen. So I think you're understanding better what we're saying here tonight. God wants unity among the members of the body of Christ because we're one in him. Amen? For the body is not one member but many all over the world. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I'm not of the body. Well, how is the hand going to function without the rest of the body? And how is the foot going to function without the rest of the body? So does that mean it's not a part of the body because it's different from the foot or different from the hand? No. 
It just has a different function and a different purpose. Amen? Amen. I think we can understand that. Acts chapter 17, verse 26. Acts chapter 17 and verse 26. Amen. I want you to highlight this particular verse, those of you who will, because it's going to be important to you. Acts chapter 17, verse 26. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth. God hath made of one blood all nations of men, not just male men, mankind, to dwell on the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. That's what God did. He made out of humans. All the humans have the same blood because that's what he said he did. Amen? And so when somebody tries to tell you something to the contrary, you know they not only do not know the scriptures, but they don't know what they're talking about either. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3, beginning with verse 26. Galatians chapter 3, beginning with verse 26. Galatians chapter 3, beginning with verse 26. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You've put on Jesus Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. Okay, so that's the race thing right there. That's neither Jew nor Greek. That's the race issue. Neither is there bond or free. That's the slavery versus freedman issue. There is neither male nor female. There's your gender difference. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I think we're getting a clear picture here. You see, when you come to the foot of the cross and you get washed in the blood of the Lamb, you're all on the same level. It doesn't matter if one was a carpenter and the other was an architect or one was a homemaker and the other was a banker. It doesn't matter. When you come to the foot of the cross, that's where we're all the same. Amen? Amen. There is strength in our unity, saints. 
there is strength in our unity. You know, that was interesting, Holy Spirit, that I I, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There is strength in our unity. Psalm 133, verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The Lord tells us that when two or three are gathered together in his name, he's right there in our midst. Amen? So there is a very, very powerful interaction, very powerful, when we come together in the name of the Lord. In Judges chapter 20, beginning with verse 8, Judges chapter 20, beginning with verse 8, I want you to notice the unity that was in this group of Israelites. I want you to be aware of their unity and their togetherness. All right. They had a situation where they had to go to war because something had had taken place. And they were dealing with the situation, beginning with verse 8. And all the people arose as one man. All the people arose as one man, saying, We will not any of us go to his tent. Neither will we any of us turn into his house. We're not going back home till this is taken care of. But now, this shall be the thing which we will do to Gibeah. We will go up by lot against it. And we will take ten men of an hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and a hundred of a thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to fetch victual for the people, to go find the food for the people that they may do when they come to Gibeah of Benjamin according to all the folly that they have wrought in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as one man. That's what God expects. That's what he wants. That's what Jesus prayed for. That's what the Father's will is. Amen? So, There was another occasion in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 4. Nehemiah, chapter 4. When the Israelites were rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem in Nehemiah, chapter 4, beginning with verse 14, Nehemiah, Old Testament, it's uh, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, than Nehemiah. If you get to Esther and Job, you went too far. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4, beginning with verse 14. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. And fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. And it came to pass when our enemies heard that it was known unto us, and God had brought their counsel to naught, to nothing, that we returned all of us to the wall, every one unto his work. And it came to pass from that time forth that the half of my servants wrought in the work. That means half of the people were slinging mortar and bricks and a trial. And the other half of them held both spears, the shields, the bows, the habergeons, and the rulers were behind all the house of Judah. They which build it on the wall, and they that bear burden, with those that laid it, every one with one of his hands wrought in the work, and with the other hand held the weapon. For the builders, every one had his sword girded by his side, and so build it. And he that sounded the trumpet was, with, was by me. And I said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, the work is great and large, and we are separated upon the wall one far from another. In what place, therefore, ye hear the sound of the trumpet, resort ye thither unto us, our God shall fight for us. That's right. Our God shall fight for us. So in this situation, the enemy had plotted to stop the rebuilding of the wall of Jerusalem. But God exposed the plot and frustrated the plans of the enemy. So they returned to their work on the wall. So moving forward, half worked on the wall while the other half stood guard behind them, each with their swords close by. When the alarm was sounded by the trumpet, they all came together to the battle. They all came together to the battle. Saying, there will be much fruit to bear in souls saved and in lives changed if we remain united in the Lord together for this work to which we are being prepared. That's right. Let me say that again. There will be much fruit to bear in the souls saved and the lives changed if we remain, if we remain, miracle, united in the Lord together for this work 
to which we are being prepared. When you are in the battle, miracle, that's not the time to finally realize that you have a sword. Amen? So, learn this now. Learn it now. When you're in the heat of a fight, that's not the time to figure out, well, what is this thing over here? Oh, it's a sword. That's not the time. Now is the time. When the heat is pouring on, is not the time to go looking for your shield. Find your shield now and practice using it because when the heat is on, You're not going to hear anybody tell you, okay, lift your shield, saints. No, you better know to do it. You better know to do it. Get accustomed to using it in the battle instead of whining and wanting to give up. Get used to using your weapons on a daily basis instead of whining and wanting to give up, and running away in fear. Now is the time, miracle, to get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now is the time to get over your own self. Once the battle heats up, it's time to be ready to fight. Amen. In the fight, you can't get sleepy and fail to do spiritual warfare. In the fight, you can't get tired and weary and disgusted and depressed and want to quit. You can't do that then. You're getting shot at. You go to running, you're going to get shot. You better bet on it. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. You can't afford to go to sleep on your post. Proverbs chapter 24, Verse 10, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If you are falling apart now, In this season, you can't sleep. You live like a walking sleeper. You can't think or remember. You aren't advancing either. Your strength is indeed small. So there is no point in you bragging about all of your former accomplishments now. Seek the Lord, clean up your 
sin life and get your act together. If you have bitterness in your heart, deal with it. If you are judgmental, deal with it. If you are hard-headed, deal with it. If you are self-righteous, deal with it. Sweep around your own front door. This is not about your neighbor. This is about you, beloved. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 3. Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 3. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye. You know, there are people that communicate with me that have accusations against their spouse. The Lord keeps showing me them. It's a real world, saint. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. And let the church say amen. Amen. Second Peter chapter 2. Second Peter chapter 2. Second Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 20. Second Peter chapter 2 beginning with verse 20. They have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are in again entangled therein. They are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Wow, Pastor. A person is a slave to whatever controls him. A person is a slave, ever controls him. Once you have escaped from the wickedness of the world by learning about Jesus Christ, only to become entangled again with sin 
and in bondage as a slave of sin, once again, he is worse off than he was before. Amen. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 23. Jesus speaking, he that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest. And finding none, he saith, I will return unto my house I came out. That's right. The demon comes out, the unclean spirit comes out, he goes around trying to find some place to some some house to live in, some place, somebody to get into. And when he doesn't find one, he says, Well, I'll just go back to where I came from. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished, it's nice and clean. The other demons have been run out too. So then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. This is why some people can't get delivered because they want to play the merry-go-round game. We cast the demon out and they turn around and go right back to doing what they were doing to begin with or else they never come clean completely the first time so God can break all of those yokes in their lives. And we have people that do that. They come to miracle, they want to whine about one thing in particular, and they don't want to open up completely about their sin life. They try to hide it. But I want you to know something. The same thing my grandmother told me years ago, it all comes out in the wash. Sooner or later, the spirit of truth is going to reveal the dirt, the sin, the ugly, and the nasty in the life. And that's the way it is. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. That's why there are some people that the Holy Spirit will not allow us to minister deliverance to. He will not allow me. At all. Some of you try to be cute and try to get Brother Bill to do it, but Brother Bill is not dumb. He's not going to hell for you. When the Holy Spirit says no, the answer is no. See, you have to get clean with God. you got to get straightened up. And he knows who's telling the truth, and he knows who's really lying. He knows everybody that cries alligator tears is not committed to Jesus Christ. You can't ever fool God. Don't try to. 
Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Jesus says, anyone who is not for me is against me, and if he isn't helping me, he is hurting my cause. When a demon is cast out, it goes to search for rest. If it finds no rest, amen, no such place, it returns to the person it left. That's right. So since that familiar place is prepared, it goes to find seven other devils worse than itself, and they all enter the person who was once free but took his freedom for granted. You see, if you don't fill yourself to overflowing with the word of God after we pray deliverance over you, you're going to have a revisitation after a while. Those reinforcing devils, they're coming to your door, dear. You can sit back and listen to us whenever you get ready instead of on a regular basis. You can read the Bible if you feel like it or if you don't. We tell you to play the word around you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as much as you can, and you figure, what's the point to that? Well, guess what? All of these things we tell you to do, we say, okay, we're having a corporate fast. It goes like this. Well, I don't feel like doing that. And on and on and on it goes. Don't worry. We cast some of those demons out of you, but guess what? Their counterparts will return. Play games with God, saints. You cannot play games with God. Mm Mm-hmm, it's real. Oh, it's real. For granted. What does it mean to take your freedom for granted? Well, of course, you got distracted on other matters. You stopped doing spiritual warfare. You half-heartedly fast. Or you have too much to say. That means, well, you know, I've fasted for so many and so many and so many days, you know. These little fasts were... They're just not much because I have done blah, blah, and you just keep running your mouth just like that. God's listening. I want you to know he is listening, and self-righteousness does not impress him at all. Self-righteousness does not impress him at all. Spend less time in the Word and too much time surfing the Internet. So to this soul, his condition becomes seven times worse off than he was before. So saying we are either moving forward or sliding backward. There is no neutral zone. Aren't you glad that we send those demons to the feet of Jesus to be judged? We must avoid being partial or playing my favorite saint, as it has been called. Each of us has those areas where we need the Lord's immediate help. Well, 
he said to ask for his help, so let's get on with it. It's time to become battle ready. This is a season of more intense preparation. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. God says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn, T-U-R-N, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Saints, get your eyes on Jesus and ask him to help you to become battle ready in unity with him and his church. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. God is busy, and he always has something good to say to us. So he warns us in advance, so we need to take his warning seriously. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Well, in a minute, this will work. Well, I'll be blessed. Amen. Well, that's a little better. Well, thank you, Lord. All right. We're going to get this going. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. I have a wonderful praise report. Last Wednesday, I was not on Blog Talk because my kidney was screaming with terrible pain, and it had been going on for a long time. Pastor Sabrina prayed for me live on the air for my kidney and the prayer warriors for me. Then Jesus gave me a miracle and dissolved the kidney stone. Praise the Lord Jesus for the miracle. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina and all the prayer warriors for praising me. I mean, for praying for me, all the glory and praise go to the Lord Jesus. I just praise you and thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus, and thank you all for praying for me. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, thank you. Now, Pastor Sabrina has a praise report. I praise the Lord for his intervention in my garage situation. I thank Brother Bill for his assistance in this matter. God is good all the time. My garage door now works without an extension cord. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. Dina has a praise report. Praise the Lord yesterday. I was praying against heavy burdens and evil loads. And last night, Pastor Sabrina started delivering us from oppression, and I got a lot of deliverance. Today, while reading Acts 21, 3b, it referred to a ship unloading her burden. Praise the Lord for deliverance and confirmation. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. He is so good all the time. He sure is. For him has a praise report. 
The Lord granted us a safe trip to our destination. Our stay here has been very pleasant. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. My cousin, who has been diagnosed with cancer, received a good report from the doctor that her blood levels are great. The Lord blessed me to drive comfortably in a distance in an area that I haven't been in a long time. I had to hire mowers to mover, sorry, movers to help me rearrange some furniture and to retrieve some things from storage. Usually they're very expensive, but the gentleman that assisted me charged me less than a third of what I paid a different company last year. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. And I needed a desk for work, and I obtained one that belonged to a relative for free. The Lord blessed me with a new mattress for a very reasonable price. Thank you, Lord, for providing for me. Praise you, Lord. You have provided all of our needs. And N.K., praise. Today is our 13th wedding anniversary. Well, congratulations. Recently, I heard Pastor pray for us to see what we haven't seen. This morning, I reflected on our time, on the time of our meeting and union. I perceived that at every turn, the enemy were, <coughs> there were enemy agents planted to discourage and dissuade us. We were very cursed by family, appealed to by friends, and most Christians we spoke to. <coughs> Blood of Jesus, one second, see. We spoke to, found our intentions to marry very foolish. We'd only been, we'd only known each other for three months. I had a very unstable back, we, and had very unstable backgrounds. No one believed in our marriage, but God led us to a church that would perform the ceremony. I now see that Satan worked in many ways to sabotage us, but God's path prevailed. He kept us from our ignorance and provided an angelic intervention needed. Right after marrying KK, I felt happy, but at first I didn't recognize the emotion. I see now that joy was the result of walking in obedience. Father quickly blessed us with the reward of our son. I thank I'm thankful to God for straightening out my memories this morning, especially concerning our sisters. I intended to see them as victims, taken advantage or tread down by KK and me. Holy Spirit led me to see a different side of them both concerning our marriage. And by his grace, I can forgive them. Thank you for making we two one. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. What a wonderful testimony. M. Trim has a praise report. Praise the Lord. Wade's surgery went well, and he at his sister's home recuperating. Thank you, saints, for coming in agreement with me concerning Wade's procedure. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. See, that's the key. Put your prayer request in the prayer room. N.K. has another praise report. For what seemed like months, I'd wake up stressed. I have to pray just to convince myself I was physically able to face the day. I was getting overwhelmed with tasks and responsibilities, constantly feeling behind. I couldn't break through. After KK and I talked a few times, reevaluating our home search, we saw that we 
what actually suits us is different from what we were looking for. When we changed our home search criteria with our realtor, my peace, joy, and hope was restored. This life is not my own. God is taking the ideas I had, what I expected of myself, and what other voices told me is correct and replacing it with his plans for me. He's making me a new creature. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And AK has a praise report. There is a girl on my swim team. I used to think she had a crush on me because the way she treated me. I soon realized it was demons in her praying on me because I'm a Christian. When I bound her water devils, she left me alone and acted like we were strangers. Praise God. Praise you, Lord. And Pastor Sabrina has another praise report. I praise the Lord. For, uh, that's the same one. Sorry, saints. YDM has a praise report. Thank you. Today, while out doing errands, I bumped into a neighbor who I had not seen for a while. She saw me buying a bundle of firewood and said, I have some firewood. You can have. Follow me home. I did it and was able to load up my back seat. Thank you, Jesus. And a co-worker came to work sick and then tested positive for COVID-19. The agency nurse tested all the employees at this at this program today, and again, and I was tested negative both times. Thank you, Jesus. And Amori has a praise report. One of our small dogs suffered a bug bite. I had no idea what bit him, but it left a nasty wound. I proceeded to do warfare and treated his wounds. I thank God that he's doing extremely well. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for our productive trip today going to several stores, and our opportunity to evangelize to several individuals at stores. Amen. <laughs> praise you, Lord. Sam Owens has a praise report. Thank you, Father God, for the doctors and nurses that took care of me, asking for blessings to all the first responders, and thanks for guiding the doctor's hands to operate on me. And he said it was successful. We Praise you, Lord. We just give you all the praise. And AK has a praise report. Pastor's message last night was helpful. Not having to carry the burden of sin and being able to release it to God on the spot so you don't have to bring it forward frees me from the negativity I usually have. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise you, Lord. And Deborah L., Praise report. My husband decided he'd had enough and enrolled himself in intensive outpatient treatment five nights a week so he can still work. I started, he started tonight. We also decided he will pay rent since I pay our rent electricity through my job for the past 10 years. I asked the Lord to help him stay sober, help him from all from the pit, show him the hold of pit from whence he had digged, I give you praise and glory, Lord, for that. That's a wonderful testimony. Thank you, Lord, for that. Jory has a praise report. I made it their dinner without any without any assistance device. I almost tripped but didn't. Deliverance has happened. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And Daryl has a praise report. Father, I receive what you have for me and my family. Thank you in advance for 
healing me spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, and mentally, and healing the puppy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bro has a praise report. Thank you for delivering my wife last night from a potential car accident as an oncoming car swerved to avoid her at the last moment. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And Pastor Sabrina has another praise report. Thanking the Father in praise and joy for a financial breakthrough during the Christmas season. Hallelujah. To God be the glory and the highest. Those who wait on the Lord shall not be ashamed. Amen. Thanking the Lord Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, and the ministering angels whom he sent. Amen. 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 And YDM has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus. We only lost power for 45 minutes during the storm. We've had it out for days here before in Florida, but thank you, Lord. You took care of YDM. Amori has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for the Christmas blessings I've received. Thank you. My big dog lived to see another birthday. He's now two years old. And thank you, Father, for the customers that tip me at work. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And NK, praise God, has answered the prayer I've had for a long time. He has provided AK and I with a physical ed class that's right for us. We can do it at home, each in our own level. It's already benefiting us both. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. MM has a praise report. I came into this hospital with God's armor. I have. And both sustained and healed of the Lord and more. I walk in his strength. And firstly, my report comes from the Lord in whom I believe. His word locked in my heart. Labs and tests all came back negative. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. M. Trim, a praise report. Christmas Eve, the temperature dropped around 12 degrees, even though my mom left water dripping through the water systems. It froze regardless. However, on Christmas, my mom's neighbor and I spent approximately an hour to thaw out the pipe and the pump house to release the water flow. Praise the Lord, the water was working before the family members arrived, and I thank the Lord for touching my mom's neighbor to assist us in the water issue. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And I just want to thank all the saints that sent us those wonderful cards and gifts. Thank you, Lord, for all of them. And I just praise you, Lord, for these wonderful praise reports. Aren't these awesome, Pastor Sabrina? And now back to you. Praise the Lord. We should just give you all the praise and glory. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm so happy, saints, that you're being blessed. Amen. We're all being blessed. And I thank you, Lord, for helping Brother Sam with his situation. We've been praying for a long time for him to get a breakthrough, and he's getting it. And many of us are getting break. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we're going to go on and go to our uh, adjudication. 
And uh, I'd like for you to listen as I read them so that we can be in agreement. Remember, we're supposed to be in unity. So we can be in agreement and the Lord can do what the Lord wants to do. Amen? Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The Florida Supreme Court announced Thursday it approved a request by Governor Ron DeSantis, he's the governor of Florida, to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any wrongdoing related to COVID-19 vaccine. A statewide grand jury shall be promptly impaneled for a term of 12 calendar months to run from the date of impanelment with jurisdiction throughout the state of Florida to investigate investigate crime, return indictments, make presentments, and other and otherwise perform all functions of a grand jury with regard to the offenses stated herein, reads the court order issued Thursday. DeSantis, a Republican, is seeking to investigate Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna and their executives, as well as other medical associations or organizations involved in the provision of the COVID-19 vaccines in Florida. Among other things, the governor seeks to probe whether any deceitful information was disseminated about vaccines purported to prevent COVID-19 infections, symptoms, and transmission. DeSantis has petitioned the seven-member court for the investigation earlier this month. Out of the seven judges on the Florida Supreme Court, DeSantis has appointed four of them. At least five justices <coughs> excuse me, must participate in every case, and at least four must agree for a decision to be reached. A panel of six justices, three of whom were appointed by DeSantis, approved the governor's request. Chief Justice Carlos Muniz and Justices Charles Kennedy, Ricky Postal, John Coyle, and Jamie Gossams voted yes. <coughs> Excuse me while Justice George Labargo voted no. The Florida Supreme Court appointed Tampa-based Judge Ronald Ficarata to preside over the grand jury, which is to meet for one year. Grand jury members are expected to be drawn from five judicial circuits. Statewide grand juries are usually made up of 18 members. In his petition to the court on December 13th, the Florida governor argued that it is likely that individuals and companies with an incentive to do so created the perception that receiving the COVID-19 vaccine would prevent people from spreading the, the disease to others. The view was held and pushed by various state and federal health authorities and entities, including White House COVID-19 advisor Dr. Anthony Fossey and the Centers for Disease Control and prevention, DeSantis noted, adding that it is impossible to imagine that so many influential individuals came to this view on their own. The governor also noted in his petition that Pfizer and Moderna and their executives had made statements 
that the company's vaccines were highly effective at preventing COVID-19 transmission, among other claims. A number of studies have found vaccines do not limit the spread of COVID-19, and a growing number of papers show that vaccine effectiveness against infection turns negative within several weeks. More and more doctors and researchers, meanwhile, have argued that younger people should not receive COVID-19 vaccines due to reports of heart inflammation associated with the shot. A study carried out in Israel found that there was a 25% rise in heart attack emergency calls among Israeli men aged 16 to 25 following the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine. The main question that we need to ask ourselves is, do we have enough evidence from this study and many other studies to say halt? Restive Levi, a professor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, said in late November, referring to a recent Israeli paper, we're going to stop these vaccines for young individuals and maybe overall, and we're going to take the time to look very, very carefully and scrutinize every piece of data and bring together every possible piece of data to understand what is the answer, DeSantis said in his petition. Florida law prohibits fraudulent practices, including the dissemination of false or misleading advertisements of a drug and the use of any representation or suggestion in any advertisement relating to a drug that an application of a drug is effective when it is not. The pharmaceutical industry has a notorious history of misleading the public for financial gain. Questions have been raised regarding the veracity of the representations made by the pharmaceutical manufacturers of COVID-19 vaccines, particularly with respect to transmission, prevention, efficacy, and safety. An investigation is warranted to determine whether the pharmaceutical industry has engaged in pharmacy. Florida deserve to know the truth. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Brother Bill, uh, check your messages. Concerning Texas National Guard troops deployed to El Paso have constructed a razor wire barrier along the Rio Grande and have been blocking people from making unauthorized crossings into the United States amid a migrant surge and legal back and forth about ending Title 42, a Trump-era rule that helped stem the tide of illegal immigration. Acting under orders from Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican, several hundred soldiers that are part of a contingency border force have set up along the river channel separating El Paso from Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, if I messed that up, I'm sorry, with the aim of preventing people from crossing the border illegally. This morning, service members deployed El Paso, Texas, deployed to El Paso, Texas, constructed a triple-strand concertina barrier near the border to secure the area from illegal crossings. The Texas Military Department, which oversees the state's National Guard, 
said in a December 20th statement. The Texas National Guard told media outlets that its service members are trying to funnel asylum members through designated ports of entry while their primary goal is to prevent illegal crossings into Texas. A group of around 75 people seeking to enter the United States through an unauthorized crossing faced off national against National Guard members and state troopers on Tuesday, which reported that a National Guard service member told them through a bullhorn that they would be unable to enter. Abbott ordered more than 400 Texas National Guard personnel to El Paso on Monday as a part of the contingency border force, being deployed in response to high levels of illegal border crossings in recent times and the pending expiration of Title 42 restrictions. Title 42 is the Trump-era rule that has been used around 2.5 million times to block people from making asylum claims in the United States and that has been widely credited as helping reduce the influx. The end of Title 42 is expected to lead to a massive influx of illegal immigrants allowing criminals to further exploit gaps while federal authorities are inundated with migrant processing. The Texas Military Department said in a statement, Abbott's enhanced border security effort will include the deployment of a security response force that includes elements of the 606 military police battalion, which the Texas military department said is trained in civil disturbance operations and mass migration response. Tens of thousands of would-be crossers have assembled near the border amid expectations that the Title 42 restrictions would be lifted. Texas was among the 19 Republican-led states that asked the United States Supreme Court to extend Title 42 restrictions beyond its scheduled December 24, 21st end date. Chief Justice John Roberts granted the request, prompting the Biden administration to ask the high court to lift Title 42 but give it some time to prepare for an influx in illegal border crossings. The Biden administration wants the restrictions in place until the end of December 27th if the Supreme Court were to act before December 23rd. If the court acts on Friday or later, the government wants the limits to remain until the second business day following such an order. The government recognizes that the end of the Title 42 orders will likely lead to disruption and a temporary increase in unlawful border crossings. The government in no way seeks to minimize the seriousness of that problem. A Department of Justice lawyer said in a Supreme Court filing, the lawyer added that the solution to that immigration problem cannot be to extend indefinitely a public health measure that all, that all now acknowledge has outlived its public health justification. Uh, Lee Gerlert a lawyer for the American Civil Liberties Union who sued along with other organizations to end Title 42, said Abbott has no legal right to stop migrants from seeking asylum anywhere on the border. What Texas is doing by preventing people from seeking asylum is patiently 
is patently unlawful and should stop immediately, he said in an interview. Before troops deployed to El Paso on Monday, hundreds of people had crossed the border and waited in line to be processed by Border Patrol agents, with many later released into the city. El Paso Mayor Oscar Lesser, a Democrat, warned that shelters across the border were filled to capacity, with an estimated 20,000 people looking to cross into the United States. Lesser on Sunday declared a state of emergency in El Paso amid a surge of unauthorized crossings that has left people sleeping in the streets. He said the emergency measures will allow the city to access more resources and authority to shelter people, adding that the measures would be even more necessary after Title 42 ends. When he predicted that the rise in the number of illegal border crossings would be incredible, over the past week, border agents have encountered an average of around 1,500 illegal aliens a day in a 268-mile stretch of the border known as the El Paso sector, according to figures published by the city. The Department of Homeland Security said in a statement on Tuesday that over the past week, agents have moved more than 3,400 illegal aliens by expelling them to Mexico under Title 42 or flying them back to their home countries via ICE-expedited removal flights. In a bid to ease pressure on El Paso, agents have also moved 6,000 aliens from the area to other sectors for processing. Average daily encounters have also dropped 40%, from roughly 2,500 a day to roughly 1,500. My goodness. Over the last three days, as we continue to work with partners in Mexico to discourage disorderly migration and disrupt criminal smuggling operations, DHS said in the statement, with cold temperatures gripping Texas, Abbott asked President Joe Biden Tuesday to deploy federal assets immediately to address the dire border cross crisis, particularly in the city of El Paso, as a dangerously cold polar vortex moved into Texas this week. In a letter to Biden, the Texas governor blamed federal inaction for putting the lives of migrants at risk warning that numbers of people crossing the border will illegally rise as the uh, Title 42 expulsions end. Mm-hmm. So we still have a very uh, bad um, crisis at the border. Amen? Amen. Hold on just a second, saints. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning President Joe Biden. Welcome Ukrainian President Zelensky to the White House on Wednesday and gave a declaration that the United States will continue to financially support Ukraine in its battle with Putin's forces. Nobody asked me about giving my money to anyone, and I doubt that they asked you either. 
Zelensky said that he and Biden share the same values after the pre- Jesus that was not a good thing after the president had vowed to help Ukraine for as long as it takes. Did you hear that part? We're just going to pump money in there forever and ever and ever more. Mhm. We fight for our common victory against this tyranny and that is real life and we will win and I want to win together. Not want, I am sure, Zelensky said while standing next to Biden. Later during Zelensky's message to a joint session of Congress, Zelensky described what it is like fighting on the battlefield. Sure, every inch of that land is soaked in blood, but not yours, dear. Roaring guns sound every hour. Trenches in the Donbass change hands several times a day in fierce combat and even hand fighting. But the Ukrainian Donbass stands, he said. But as people stood and rode and applauded on both sides of the aisle, Representative Lauren Bobart remained seated. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy declined to join his fellow congressional leaders in accompanying Zelensky into the Capitol Rotunda. I hope we didn't pay for that man to come here, because I didn't issue him uh, an invitation myself. I don't think you did either. The Ukrainian president told Congress that their money is not charity but an investment. Now, folks, that's called snake oil. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle most responsibly, Zelensky said. Adding your support is crucial, not just to stand in such fight, but to get to the turning point to win on the battlefield. This trip to D.C. came at the same time that the Biden administration promised another $1.85 billion. Have you ever had $1.85 billion in your checking account? Including a defensive Patriot missile battery. And let's see. That's hundreds, thousands, millions, trillions. And $45 trillion is set to be gifted. Gifted? Have you ever gotten a gift like that? To Ukraine and the Democrats' $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. But Zelensky, but Zelensky warned that the package, in addition to the billions of dollars in other military and financial aid the U.S. has already given him, is not enough. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the adjudications, Lord Jesus. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Amen. All right. Amen. Hold on, thanks. Hold on just Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning 12 states and the District of Columbia allow local governments and private investors to seize dramatically more than what is owed from the homeowners who fall behind on property tax payments, according to a new report. The practice, which Pacific Legal Foundation calls home equity theft, 
is documented in what the organization bills as the first national study aimed at exposing the injustice of home equity theft through tax foreclosure. Our findings are alarming. PLF Strategic Research Director Angela Erickson said in a statement, home equity theft is robbing thousands of people of their homes and all the equity they've built, a system that allows governments and private investors to take more than what is owed creates a perverse incentive to work against the homeowner, not with the homeowner, to get the tax debt paid. Homeowners lost more than $777 million in life savings on more than 5,600 homes based on their market value in transactions that took place from 2014 to 2021. The true total is probably higher because statistics from New York State and some statistics from other states studied weren't available. On average, homeowners lost 86% of their equity, the study found. Government entities, which often unload properties for a fraction of their market value, collected an estimated $26 million more than they were owed on about 1,300 homes. At the same time, private investors who purchased tax liens took in about $250 million more than they were owed on about 2,600 homes. Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Nebraska, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, South Dakota, and the District of Columbia have laws on the books that let governments and private investors steal substantial amounts of home equity from homeowners who are late on their property taxes, according to PLF. Nine other states, Alaska, California, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, Ohio, Rhode Island, Texas, and Wisconsin safeguard home equity in the foreclosure process but provide loopholes that permit governments or private entities to capture excess equity values that PLF says should belong to the homeowner. These laws allow government officials and investors to take homes that have been in families for generations and leave some people homeless over tax debts that, in some cases, work out to less than 1% of their property's value, according to PLF. In one case, now you can just think of the scriptures that are against that right off the top of your head. Mm -hmm. In one case, a county in Michigan seized a man's house over $8.41 underpayment, $8.41, leaving him with nothing. I tell you, Hell is going to have to grow to hold some of these people. The report notes that in the end, the homeowner prevailed when the Michigan Supreme Court determined that the county had acted unconstitutionally. The PLF takes the position that these so-called tax and take transactions violate the Fifth Amendment 
which prevents the government from taking property without just compensation, and the Eighth Amendment, which bans excessive penalties. Some government treasurers' organizations, counties, and tax lien investors who personally profit off the system in some of these states are in favor of laws that lead to home equity theft, Uh, Christina Martin, a senior attorney at PLF, said. Everybody else seems to be against it, groups on the left, right, and center, she said. The vast majority of people to be against this, and most people actually have no idea this is even happening. The American Legislative Exchange Council, an alliance of conservative homemakers, is opposed to home equity theft. Law should be changed to require surplus profits to be returned to a home's prior owner after a tax lien investor or county collects what is due and other debts or levies on the properties are paid, they said. PLF currently has three home equity theft-related petitions from homeowners pending before the Supreme Court, all of which are scheduled to be considered by the justices on January 6, 2023. Two are from Nebraska. One petition is Fair versus Continental Resources. Court filed 22-160, and the other is Naveen versus Tax 106, Court filed 22-237. And the third petition, Tyler versus Hennepin County, Court filed 22-16, is from Minnesota. Boy. Steal, kill, and destroy. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials are unable to locate any records of illegal immigrants taken into custody and placed in a federal program to ensure non-detained, non-citizen compliance with release conditions, court hearings, and final orders of removal, according to a nonprofit government transparency advocacy group. ICE has conducted a search of the ICE enforcement and removal operations for records responsive to your request, and no records responsive to your request were found, the Department of Homeland Security told the Transitional Records Access Clearinghouse at Syracuse University in a December 22nd letter. The ICE letter cautioned that the failure to locate records sought by track isn't evidence that the documents do or don't exist. The inability of ICE to locate the requested records was described by track in a December 23rd statement as a very troubling development. Nearly 378,000 individuals are currently covered by the program, according to federal officials. The ICE letter was in response to track's freedom of Information Act request for the latest alien-by-alien anonymous data covering all individuals who were taken into custody by ICE and entered or transferred to ICE ATD custody for the beginning of fiscal year 2019 through August 2022, or date of search, whichever is later. The ICE Alternatives to Detention Program, according to ICE, allows for closer monitoring of non-detained non-citizens at varying levels of supervision using several different monitoring technologies. ADT effectively 
increases court appearance rates, compliance with release conditions, and helps the participants meet basic needs and understand my immigration obligations. Individuals who fail to report are subject to arrest and potential removal. To be eligible for ATD, non-citizens must be 18 years of age or older, effectively removable from the United States, and in some stage of the immigration process, according to ICE. According to ICE's posted numbers, persons being monitored by its alternatives to detention program grew 20,000 in just the last two weeks to a total of 377,980 individuals, Track said in its statement. However, Track is still urging caution in interpreting these latest numbers. As we announced earlier, ICE has informed Track that alternatives to detention data the agency posted previously was inaccurate. <laughs> Track has requested but not yet received underlying source from ICE. Thus, it has not yet been able to validate and correct the ICE data being posted. A news agency has requested comment from an ICE spokesman regarding the fact that the agency appears to be telling Track that it's unable to locate data, even as the government publicly reports what what it presents as accurate information. Questions about the accuracy of government immigration data come as the county country approaches a third consecutive year of what's expected to be record totals of illegal immigrants crossing into the United States border at the southern border with Mexico. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Since President Joe Biden took office in January 2021, more than Two million illegal immigrants are known to have entered the country, as well as hundreds of thousands of gotaways, hundreds of thousands of gotaways, who are individuals pursued by border officials but not apprehended. Illegal immigration surged to record levels following Joe Biden's inauguration and decision shortly thereafter to repeal the tight enforcement policies of his predecessor, President Donald Trump, especially the Remain in Mexico program that required staying in Mexico while awaiting disposition of asylum requests and other legal matters. Earlier this month, Track announced that the data ICE has been posting for months showed the use of GPS ankle monitors had, had been increasing, which Track previously reported. ICE now reports this is incorrect. Ankle monitor usage is, in fact, down significantly. Yeah. Adding to the confusion, ICE frequently posts data, replaces it, and replaces it again without indi- any indication that changes have taken place or which that are the correct numbers, if any of the numbers were correct. But the problems uncovered by track with ICE data are more extensive than the flaws regarding ankle monitor usage, according to the Transparency Group. ICE data reporting problems extend beyond the GPS ankle monitor usage. ICE's new data for year 2022 significantly revised the previous numbers for every single one of the ATD reported technologies, not only GPS, but also SmartLink and Voice ID as well. Not only did the use of GPS monitors drop, but the public now learned that one in nine, 11%, were not being monitored with the use of any technology at all. Isn't this thrilling? 
It's a really straightforward example of lack of transparency and compliance with the disclosure requirements of the, um, I forgot what that is. It just went out of my head. Oh, the Information Act co-founded Susan Long told them in an interview to say these are no record there are no records this is classic ice they have in the past after long delays and redactions released some updated data but it is not uncommon to get this kind of response clearly the data exists and their contracts require the information to be kept and that ice have access to it long said the question comes, what do you believe? And so part of our role is to get the underlying data to check it out. If we can't get the underlying data, I mean, we aren't talking about something that is national defense secret, she continued. As an example of problems created by the inability to verify the underlying data for immigration data, Long said, ICE officials were very embarrassed because their data was showing that the use of these ankle monitors, GPS monitors, was increasing when that was exactly the opposite of what the head of the agency was saying. Long stressed that she is confident that the underlying data behind the numbers published by ICE is credible. <laughs> but if you look at the posted data on some of the links we've published, it's just unbelievably bad, she said. Long also pointed out that ICE publishes its data on immigration programs such as ATD because of a congressional mandate. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, Saint, live and in color. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for caring. We want to thank you for your will being established in the earth. We request from the righteous judge adjudications on each of these matters that has been presented. We know that you have given all judgment into the hands of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that he likes to see, prefers, desire, wants, insists upon justice and judgment being in the earth. We thank you that as his judgments are released in the earth, we will see them executed in Jesus' name. So, Father, we have left them in your mighty hand. We thank you for the angels that are being released to do your bidding. Thank you that there's never going to be a day that we cannot come to you with situations that are beyond us, beyond our individual abilities to do much about. We can always come to you. We can always ask for your justice. We can always ask you to intervene. And we thank you that you hear our prayers, that you're answering our prayers. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving on our behalf and that the devil cannot continue with lawlessness and lack of restraint all over the world. He's attempting through the use of Belial to destroy every nation in the entire world. 
But we know, Father, that you're in charge, and the devil can't do what he would do. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We lift up all the prayer requests from those that would have talked to us tonight and the prayers that would have been prayed for them. We hand that to you, Father. We thank you for intervening on their behalf. We thank you for delivering them, healing them, setting them free. We thank you for every praise report and for the praise reports that are to come. We thank you, Lord. Rula la dia saharo kohle la dia sike she dera boru re dera boru ke sha rakate dia sundere bari. We give you praise, glory, and honor, and we thank you that your will will be done on earth, Father, just as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> 